Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to help us get into God's Word for a short Bible study each day, about 12 minutes or so, and in that way, help us to keep our focus on our spiritual lives, on our spiritual needs, on our souls, on our relationship with God and also to help keep us in a better frame of mind to be able to take care of whatever the, wor- the whatever life throws at us each day. We want to encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can. In doing so, you may help somebody turn their life around by thinking about, by learning more from God's word, but also then making the application to start thinking about their souls, their spiritual needs and well-being, and their relationship with God. You may help them get on the right path that will ultimately lead them to an eternal home in heaven with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So think what a great impact, what a great influence you can be on somebody else by just starting to share these short studies with them. Now you can do that through Facebook friends, you can do that through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. And we encourage you, share them with your family members, your work associates, your friends, your neighbors, literally anybody and everybody you can. You may turn a life around just by starting to share these with others. People need to hear the word of God. Help them hear it. We're talking about restoring the New Testament church of God's design. We talk about the restoration plea. And it says simply, let us speak where the Bible speaks. Let us be silent where the Bible is silent. In other words, don't add anything to God's word and don't take anything away from God's word. Don't change it in some way so that you may you, you think it, well, it's more relevant now to our particular day and age and our culture in which we live. Leave God's word as God had it written down. He's a whole lot smarter than all of us, a whole lot wiser. Let us call Bible things by Bible names and do Bible things in Bible ways. Let's restore the church as it was in the days of the apostles. So we've talked about the principle of restoration. When you restore an automobile, you restore it to its original, original design. When somebody buys an old home and says, I want to restore it, well, they're going to restore it back to its original appearance, perhaps even down to the color of paint that was originally painted on that home when it was first built. We need to restore have a mind to restore the New Testament church to its original design that God laid out for it. And we should want to be a part of that church. We should want to be a member of that church. In Galatians chapter 1, we see this principle discussed by the Apostle Paul. No, not just discussed. Instructed, commanded. In verse 6 of chapter 1, Paul writes this letter to the congregations of Galatia. He says, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel. 
oh, some false teachers had come in and started teaching a different gospel, Paul says. And he says, I'm, I marvel, I'm amazed that so soon after you have heard the gospel and become Christians, you're turning away to a different gospel. But then quickly, he says in the next verse, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert or twist or corrupt the gospel of Christ. You see, when you change the gospel, it's no longer the gospel. It's something else now. It's something by your design. You cannot change the gospel and have it still be the gospel that Jesus brought to this earth. The message of salvation for mankind. He goes on in verses 8 and 9 and says, But even if we, the apostles, or any of Paul's co-workers, or an angel from heaven, now that would be just a kind of suggested, if it were, even if this were possible, he's not suggesting that it really would happen, but even hypothetically, if an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. And then he brings it more down to earth in verse 9. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone, any human being in other words, preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. You see, God's design is God's design. We looked at the Revelation in Revelation chapter 2, I'm sorry, chapter 22, and verses 18 and 19. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. In other words, he will lose his heavenly home. You see, we're not to add to, and we're not to take away from the word of God, those teachings. God designed the church as he wanted it to be. We need to simply accept the fact that God is all-wise and all-knowing, and that we do not have the authority to change his design. Warnings to not go beyond the teachings of Christ abound in the New Testament. We just read one, Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 19. But let's look at another one. The Apostle John wrote this, Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If there come if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, do not receive him into your house. Neither bid him God speed. For he who bids him God speed is partaker of his evil deeds. Second John chapter one and verses nine through eleven. You see We simply need to follow God, God's way. People keep wanting to change that way to suit themselves. Somehow they think they're smart enough to make those changes, but they're not. 
and they don't have the authority to make those changes. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11 in verse 3, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve in the garden by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. The church is too simple for a lot of people in their minds. It needs to be renovated. It needs to be overhauled. It needs to be brought up to date. No, no, and no. It is as God designed it to be, and we need to accept that and be submissive to God's will. So, the first two implications of the restoration plea, the first implication is that it implies that God has a plan for the church. We saw that. He does. The restoration plea also implies that God expects us to follow and continue to follow his plan. We've seen that. Third, the restoration plea implies that man has left God's pattern. Sadly, tragically, that is absolutely true. By becoming too well known, a product can lose its distinctiveness. The church is supposed to be distinctive from everything else in the world, including false religions, including churches that would claim to be following God and Christ, but that have changed God's teachings, the teachings of the scriptures to suit themselves. The Trademark Association calls this problem genericide. Some examples. All facial tissue is called Kleenex. All gelatin dessert is called Jello. Any clear, sticky tape is called Scotch tape. Any carbonated drink, in some places, it's called, give me a Coke, (laughs) or give me a cold drink in the South. Any adhesive bandage is referred to as a Band-Aid. Well, but not all facial tissue is Kleenex. That's a brand name. Not all gelatin dessert is Jell-O. That's a brand name. Not all clear, sticky tape is scotch tape. That's a distinctive brand name of a particular tape. Not every carbonated drink is a Coke or even a cold drink. All kinds of different varieties of labels on different soft drink beverages. And not all adhesive bandages that we put over a cut on our skin is a Band-Aid. That's a brand name. Today, the words Christian and Christianity have become similarly generic. Now, once brand names for a definite product, they are now used for any kind of vague religion connected loosely with Christ as they see it. We're going to come back, finish this particular third implication of the restoration plea next time. Let's pray together. Father, Please give us your wisdom and your guidance to not be taken in by changes to your design for Christianity and for the church, for what you want us to be as your faithful followers. 
Help us to have an open mind to hear the teachings of your word and to accept them, Father, to have the heart to accept them and be obedient to them according to your will and thereby to glorify you. Your will be done in all things on earth as it is in heaven. Please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer. In Christ's name, amen.